bonus episode it's a bonus episode hey everybody welcome back to good enough uh you probably just listened to an episode of good enough because i posted one sunday i'm also posting this one let's call it uh wednesday yeah wednesday we're gonna post another one wednesday for you uh because i've been behind on posting so i want to give you guys a little bit of a little bit more content to play with this is one from the vaults i seriously considered not releasing it because afterwards i had felt that uh, honestly frankie douchebag hill was just so flat on this episode he just came in and gave us nothing uh, you know he that's not completely true i just hate frankie he, he had some funny parts to it and stash was also very funny stash tells us hysterical bit not even a bit it should be a bit about what his school lunches used to be about 15 minutes in that is gold it, it was some of the funniest shit that's ever happened on the show so I don't know. I just felt really self-conscious about this episode, I guess. But it was Frankie Hill and Stash Makita, who are fr- both friends of the show. Both had their own episode. Both were one of the first, uh, first three episodes, first three or four episodes I recorded. So it was cool to have them back together. But this was like I'm talking. We recorded this months ago. We, th- me and my producer, my producer and I. Excuse me. Uh, correct English. Uh, my uh, my producer and I had believed this episode to be lost. We, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even know where he found it. But. We dusted it off, spruced it up, put a new set of brakes on it for you, and this thing is ready to rock. So I don't know what the hell happened on this episode otherwise. Like, it's it's been so long. I've recorded, you know, 15 hours of audio since then. So who I, there could be some really rough stuff in there, a really goal. I remember having a lot of fun on it. I could tell you that much. I had a lot of fun on this episode. So I, I, I think you guys will have a lot of fun too. But, like, listen to it or don't. It's inconsequential because... It's a bonus one. I had never even planned on releasing this one, but you might, you know, if you're in the mood for a little extra, a double, double serving of good enough, you didn't get enough on your plate the first time. This is, uh, this is for you. So thank you all for being devote listeners and, and supporting me even through the slowdown. It will, it will pick back up when I have a little bit more time to devote to it. But, uh, until then we will see you. So thanks a lot. This is Frankie Hill and Stash Makita bonus episode. See you guys next time. We couldn't afford the rights to any songs. So I wrote this one. We're not the best, but we're good enough. Let's start the podcast now. It's good enough. Bacha me, bacha you, and everything goes crazy. Ba, ba, bacha me, bambino, ba, ba, bo, 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 capicolino. When are you kissing me, and I'm a kiss of you? Tra la 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 loo. Uh, that's a Stash Makita, familiar voice, everybody, as uh, as you've heard him on the show before. Uh, not sure what the fuck that was. But yes, it was, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I was born listening to that, apparently. That was Rosemary Clooney's Bacha Me Bambino. Ah, of course. Is that Kiss Me Baby? Give, give me a kiss, baby? Something like that. So you kiss me, and I'm a kiss of you. <laughs> <laughs> and the other voice you guys are hearing is uh, none other than Frankie Hill, everybody. How's it going, everybody? Oh, we're we're fantastic. We're live. We're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stosh, where did, where did you find that? What was that? It's a song from the 50s back uh, a time when Italian was thought of as like something exotic and, oh, yeah, and back, different and you we, could 
make a living by making a song that was just Italian gibberish. There was like there was like an ounce of respect to being Italian and and during that time, I feel like the entire lore is gone now. Like after after the veil was lifted when Jersey Shore happened, even though like none of those people are like actually Italian, like I feel like that's is that when Italian people started like opening the hating, hating Italians? I have two experts in I here. Mean, Tell for me, me about um, it's when been did a it lifelong start? thing for me. Right, right. You're, you're I think all you need to do is just have a conversation with one. Right. So <laughs> I think at that point the veil was lifted. It, they didn't need a show from right. the mid two thousand tens. Admittedly, like the the Italian American stereotype doesn't even make sense. Like it shouldn't even have Italian in it. As far as like it has, it's so far removed from what an Italian, like a person in Italy, actually is. No, no Italian sound has like a New York accent. No Italian like talks like a New Haven Italian. Well, the ones that live in New York do. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- why even associate the word Italian with them? Half like most of them aren't even completely Italian. Like, or I don't know. Yeah. It's just uh, well. Anyway, how was how was your experience with with Good Enough, guys? What what would you think of it? It was fun, right? The bump was crazy, dude. You should have seen <laughs> the next how packed the next bar show it was, I was nuts, in. right? Yeah. It really moved the needle. Yeah, yeah. fourteen yeah, people as opposed well, to the usual I mean, twelve. Mm-hmm. Other than spreading positivity, we're making careers here at Good Enough. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't made mine yet, or anybody else's. So that uh, I guess that's a bit of a problem. Maybe I got to stop saying that I'm making careers over here. Well, but, we um, are all uh, these people don't know us at home. You, that's what they should know about us is that we are all very rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure. our fame is off the charts. It's true. Just it's because true. you haven't heard of us doesn't mean no one else has. Oh yeah. You? Oh no. We're all we're all massive. The we're amount of, the amount of money that we all pull in. I mean, like we're we all like tr- we'll, we'll like trade ride in each other's Italian cars. Like I obviously I drove a mm-hmm. Lamborghini here. And actually, Frankie, was that a new Tesla I saw you roll up in here with? No, no, I'm not going along with this bit. I'm actually <laughs> very humble. I'm what's known as a comedian's comedian comedian. <laughs> So I'm extra off the chart. So you, so is that that's a very uh, convoluted way to say you have zero fans. Mm-hmm. What, <laughs> that well, yeah, it's it's a professional way of saying right. it. It's, right. it's an industry term. It's inside baseball. You so are you like, are super professional in your backwards trucker hat and mm-hmm. uh, in your safari shirt. It's called keeping it down to earth, man. <laughs> this guy represents middle America, dude. Mm-hmm. The working man. This is a working class hero you're talking to. It's yeah. true. Not everyone could be as rich and famous as me, obviously. We obviously need working not. class heroes, too. It's, it's a good point. It's a good point. He may never have a Netflix special like I do, but... Right. That is actually... You have a very working class hero name, Frankie Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Uh, I know you're supposed to be Irish, but it just sounds like it's an American name. Like, it was like it was come up with here. Yeah, well, I'm an American person. Are you? <laughs> yeah, man. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Are you proud to be an American? Do you feel it? You are American, but you do have a vibe of somebody who forges green cards. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make money somewhere, and I'm not doing it from comedy. So I make, a few, I make a few green cards. What's the big deal? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a solid side business. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Uh, Stosh, you and I recently had <laughs> an interesting conversation that I'm really... Uh, Really, really glad that Frankie's here to sit on, sit on, and talk. Yeah, Stefano's my doctor now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're 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 cool with talking about this whole conversation, right, Stash? Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, uh, as everyone uh, may know, especially the listeners of this podcast or people who know me personally, I'm a bit of a meathead. I I know my rounds when it comes to the lifting world and and all that stuff. I've 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 been involved with 
with many a different things uh, as, as far as like my training is concerned. And I know a lot of different people and listen to tons of podcasts and stuff like that. And You're insufferable. We got it. I could keep going, Frankie. This, this, this podcast, it's, it's just for me to brag about myself, mm-hmm. about the nothing that I've accomplished. But anyway, um, so Frankie naturally texts me the other day. Or not Frankie, Stash, one of you idiots. Um, what do you call it? And it, it went somewhere to the tune of exactly pulling up my text um yeah hey man do you know anyone in the community who sells steroids (laughs) i'm trying to battle my falling t levels with a cycle so for for layman people um t is uh, testosterone and a cycle would be a cycle of steroids so uh stash is so unconnected to the lifting world that like he had to go to his musical theater friend yeah. who also lifts and like i guess i'm his, his dick hard <laughs> i'm his representation of like who could get him steroids so uh yeah man and uh <laughs> I uh, I talked I tried talking him out of it a little bit. Then I found out he did steroids back in the day, and that made your your like body's natural testosterone fall. Right? Yeah, I'm all fucked up. Yeah. So we we arrived on SARMs, which are. Do you remember what they stand for? Uh, selected androgen, androgen receptor, receptor something something something. It's a type modifier of or something like it's, that. It's it's a type of steroid you could buy online because it's not mm-hmm. the government. Th- yeah, they haven't figured out how to make it illegal yet. But it's it'll definitely be illegal right. in the future. So it's, it's something the that good I shit. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing that I take. I've never done steroids, but like I know about them through all the people I follow and you know people that I obviously are in my circles. But yeah, Stosh made a purchase, and I noticed in the parking lot that your voice is already deeper. Like there was a clear difference, and you were you were deadlifting the back of your car. That was pretty insane. The voice thing might just be because. Uh I took a hit of the old weed pen earlier. Oh, <laughs> that could have okay. had a coughing fit. <laughs> so that might have done it. That's um, great, man. You're going to get jacked up. Yeah. No, I'm, but I'm, I am going to try and like not fall asleep at eight o'clock every night. Is that, is that getting my does? body trained to exercise? Low T uh, destroys your body. Well, I know it's not good, but it yeah. makes you tired at eight. To do a whole bunch of things. It makes me tired all the time, to be honest. That's just like when my <laughs> my cap is. It'll it'll mess with your appetite. It'll mess with uh, your how, how fatigued you are. Mood. It'll, yeah, everything. Well, because your body's basically just, it's, com- it's controlled by the fluctuation of hormones. And when it's not naturally uh, regulating those itself, it just shits out of whack. So, like, it's also, like, like depression, anxiety, all those things. A lot of them are, are, are related to hormones. I gotta figure out my health insurance, man. I know I have it, but I don't know any details about it. Really? Yeah. They give so you a little card, dude. Yeah, they gave me like a package stuff. Oh, you just like, show oh. that to the lady at the doctor's office. What, so I that? think I have a crazy high deductible, though. I think I have to pay like fifteen hundred dollars before anything happens. Um, That's not great. No, so it's like, why even fucking have it? Well, so I feel like that implies that you haven't been to the doctor in a while, then. Yeah. Sure. Right. 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 So you're paying monthly for health insurance just in case like a really, really bad thing happens. Well, it's through my employer. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of have to select a plan. Oh, right. And, yeah, uh, that's true. Yep. So I don't know. I, I might as well not have it. Uh, is that like the state of American health insurance? <laughs> even when you have health insurance, you're like, I'm not even, it's not even worth Yeah, it's using. still bad. That's, that's my kind, understanding. Of it, that's yeah. kind, of, kind of where we're at. Um. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. I, I I need to get get on a good insurance plan as well. Yeah, and if shit on the does fuck side, up, people they... will start dying earlier. Yeah, that's great, right? Yeah. Honestly, man, like I I think about that a lot. As far as like, uh, it's great that we're making strides in 
in improving people's health and making people live longer. But I don't even know where the fuck we're going to put all these people. And it's just making more miserable old people. That's all it is. Like I think there is plenty of space. Yeah. Like if you go to we're New York putting... and walk around, you're like, yeah, there's no space here. Yeah. But like Montana, there's like 12 people living out there. Right. You could fit a shitload of people out there. You could, but that is that what we're going to well, do? Places will just become more populous. Like there's no city as densely populated in America as Paris. But if there was, you fit a lot more people in there. That's a good point. Yeah, all and all major cities in America are like blowing up like crazy right now. Yeah, like uh, the places will just build up. I don't think it's like gonna leak into Dakotas and shit yet. You know what I mean? No, no, nobody's that desperate. No, no, it doesn't matter how how cheap land is. Nobody wants to go to the middle of nowhere, dude. I couldn't move out to the middle. I couldn't even move to somewhere that's landlocked. Like I need I need there to be an ocean nearby. Is that a weird is is that a weird uh, desire? Do you do you guys have any preferences of where like It's weird to me because I hate oceans. Yeah, dude. I really? can't stand them. The entire it's most of the planet. I, I know, dude, let them do their thing, but I don't want to be near them. <laughs> they got monsters and you know, <laughs> uh, all sorts of shit in there. Dude, well, what kind of monsters are you afraid of in the ocean, Stash? Anything that swims and I can't see it, dude. Anything. I don't give I don't want to come into contact I, with none of that shit. That's mm-hmm. a good point. For for whatever reason, I get a little bit more nervous in lakes. Which yeah, dude. shouldn't make sense. A fucking fish brushes up against your leg. That shit is terrifying. Yeah. Well, you hope it's a fish. That's the scary thing. You feel a, a presence yeah. brush up against your leg, but like lakes are huge. You ever seen a water snake coming at you? That shit is fucking disgusting. No, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. They move oh, through yeah, the water. At, they, they'll go at you? They'll swim at you, bro. I'm horrified of that now. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I need to be more aware of... I don't know, but I love the water. More aware of local oh. predators? Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's so many pools in the world, dude. Just go to a pool. Pools are pretty good. I've never seen one water snake come at me in a pool. No? No, not once. All right. That's that's actually a pretty good pretty good call. I should get on that. I'm not so much afraid of the ocean. I just, I am uncomfortable the entire time I'm at the beach. Because I don't know how it was like um, for you when you were growing up, but like when my family went to the beach, it was like the full day, like 10 hours there. Yeah, that's not. I'm done with it after like 20 minutes. Okay. I'm actually with you on that. I definitely, yeah, when I was a kid, I remember it used to be like a mini vacation. You go to the beach and just, I don't like traveling heavy. I don't like bringing a lot of things. And coming from my family, like they're very heavy packers. Like they would bring a table, five coolers. Like it it was enough for like if we wanted to invite the other half of the family, they Mm -hmm. could show up too. That's just how Italians roll. Like we're always planning for company. And like I, I, I kind of had to get just out of that. Bags of meats, literally and sausages, the, it's, and it's cooking cra- sauce over it is bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> it is, the, the the way that we fuel those stereotypes, it is crazy how we roll. It's always hard. It's always like like there's there's a real purity to it. It's just like that we want there to be enough if people come by, but it just ends up having like it falls on guys like me who don't like to waste stuff, which is why I ended up being so fucking fat my whole life because <laughs> there was an infinite amount of food in my house for people who weren't coming over. <laughs> like Couple it's this co- it's this <laughs> it's this this <laughs> hypothetical company we were supposed to be having over and like maybe half the family shows up. It never really happened. Every now and then a few like cousins could show up, but like yeah, there was always like way, way, way too much food, and I'm like, I can't let this go to face. Man, I got fat as shit in a house with no food, so I can only imagine if I lived there, dude. I would imagine infinite food, rip shit. So what? <laughs> so what? I, I I was actually always curious about that because, uh, like, I know I could, I was able to trace back the way I got big was there was no the supply of nutritious 
homemade meals was always there. It was like constantly eating at a restaurant and I didn't have to pay anything. Imagine that for like, imagine going into a restaurant and any portion of any food and didn't, didn't cost you money. That was like my entire upbringing. Yeah. I don't understand how you got, like, how do you get fat otherwise? Cause like that seems like the fast track to get fat the easiest way. But like, so, so you're saying there wasn't a lot of food in your house? No, but my, <laughs> uh, my grandparents both worked. My grandmother lived off fast food, dude. No so shit. it'd be like we rarely got my it. school lunches was uh my no. grandmother would go to the mcdonald's no, no, at the no, beginning no, of the week no, Hell no, yeah. no she would buy <laughs> 10 cheeseburgers no. and put them in the freezer oh no no and then put them in a bag <laughs> and they'd be thawed out by the time oh it was lunch christ school. no that's called meal planning baby <laughs> <laughs> that is horrifying really yeah dude you were bringing fast food leftovers yeah i used to love that shit yeah, that shit is so funny that, i'm surprised none of the teachers called like dcf or whatever that is like, he's eating like cold cheeseburgers from mcdonald's i think they're like days old that is as bad as walking in with a black eye like at, like on par <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Everyone was jealous of my fucking lunch. Oh, I, mean, I certainly would be. Oh, I, that's true. Did you bring the hat? Like, did, uh, did you also get like a shitload of Happy Meal toys too? Or were <laughs> no, they weren't Happy Meals, dude. They were cheeseburgers <laughs> in bulk. They were, they were sad. Man, they were sad meals, dude. Quarter yeah. pounders. Those were fucking <laughs> nothing, sad happy, meals. nothing happy about those fucking meals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's that is great. so fucked up, dude. Dude, to see a kid like. <laughs> to see a kid like pull out a cheeseburger as a teacher pull out like a mcdonald's cheeseburger and you're like oh billy did your mom come on come by and drop you off some food and you're, and you're like no yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that initial trip at the beginning of the week we just have a wheelbarrow full of mcdonald's coming back yeah, oh my whole god house smelled great I can imagine. <laughs> that was like, that's akin to like you waking up on a Sunday morning and smelling your mom cooking sauce right. or something. Just me smelling the week's cheeseburgers. Great, the shipment came in. <laughs> Fuck. Marona, que bello que es a cheeseburger. That's a spicy burger. <laughs> Oh, that's sad as shit, Stash. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you made it out. Uh, do you? You still have? Uh, have you gotten over like your fast food habits of being like back when you were fat, Stash? Yeah, I definitely don't eat fast food. That's cool. That's yeah, you good. look great, man. Yeah, you do. Thanks, you dude. You look awesome. Getting there. What's your excuse, Frankie? You look fucking awful. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know how my health insurance works. <laughs> Uh, is that is that is that the that's that's a pretty good excuse to almost everything actually. Yeah, I suppose. Oh uh, man, but uh, what? So what, what's what? I don't want to just talk about diet, but now I'm kind of curious. Like, what do you eat, Frankie? Hell yeah, dude! I want to know. <laughs> is it just potatoes and whiskey? <laughs> How many? Fillets? There's, there's <laughs> probably definitely too much of both of those things in my <laughs> diet. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I I don't know. I mean, growing up, it, it's weird hearing you growing up like in a deli. Pretty much. And stops just eating like dumpster food. <laughs> it's been portioned out for the week. But now, Frankie, as the Gorton's fisherman, do you find that you eat a lot of fish? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, growing up, food was like not supposed to be fun when I was growing up. Whoa. It was, yeah, my, my mom can't cook at all. She has like one dish that she could make pretty good. But my dad, he really can't cook either, but he was the one that did. Right. And it was like, yeah, I was never taught that, like, 
you're supposed to enjoy food. It's supposed. It's like it was something that like you have to do this, otherwise I'm gonna go to jail. Like, that this, you know. So there's a lot of like fucking um, like a bad a, a pretty common meal that I hated was ham steak with peas and egg noodles. <laughs> With no sauce. Just boil the egg noodles you're, and just dump them you're out. You're just saying all these words mm. that don't belong together. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was <laughs> no, horrible. I could make a nice mush out of that, dude. That sounds yeah. like what... Like Cut up a, that ham steak, mix them all together. Like if you oh, asked a kid to draw dinner, it sounds like that's what it would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like draw a picture of dinner. There's a big yeah. ham, big piece of ham, noodles, and it's peace. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's pretty much... Uh, well, that, I, I mean, complex, yeah. you you actually you started where I had to arrive, which was that food is a function mm-hmm. because absolutely we're taught backwards grow, growing up my <clears throat> my life, my style, my, uh, you know, the Italians we're grown up that like if you're putting anything in your mouth, it's a celebration <laughs> like, like drink yeah. coffee ice cream alcohol food whatever it is it should be delicious and amazing and you have to have a lot of it like Mm -hmm. like that's and and uh so yeah like i didn't it took me years to realize that like oh food isn't like a reward for being alive you Mm -hmm. know you're it's it's what keeps you alive so like yeah that's that's kind of where i've arrived at now it's more more about just eating to not die you know? Yeah, that shit fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Having to think about shit it's like that. It's the worst, dude. But like, you know, it's be- it's it's like better that than like sweating. <laughs> it feels so good to have treats. I oh wanna... yeah, no, you do have to have treats. I want treats. You do, you do have to treat. <laughs> Make no mistake. I, <laughs> I definitely don't want you to speak all infantile like that, though. That's that's you know, deeply disturbing. That's but... literally though how your brain works. That's right. how our brains work. Like, a like you baby. need the treaties. Yeah. yeah, you're constantly like. You're constantly fighting. We're stock designed to be addicts. Like you're constantly fighting your weak little brain. It's like, no, you can't just, you can't just play video games all day. You have to go do stuff. Or like, you can't just eat Snickers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can't do that. And it sucks because as an adult, you could, you could. Like you have the minute you have the ability to eat like you always wanted to as a kid, you yeah. can't. It's awful. I used to just fantasize when I was a kid like at night a Burger King commercial would come on at like 11 and I'd be like yo one day I'm gonna have my car and I'm yeah. gonna see one of these commercials yes. and go to Burger King get everything yeah. I want exactly when I, was a kid, I, when, I, when I was a kid I just assumed I would drive to places and eat like just because I have money and yeah. transportation those are the I spent only years things doing it dude it was yeah. great yeah but you gotta stop living the dream eventually I guess <laughs> before your dream kills you is that Holy shit, Stash! You didn't mean you didn't even mean to say something that profound, but that was fucking spot on. Dude, it was so great. Yeah. Oh shit, man. I'm so pumped. I never got into video games. You really? You never oh. caught the bug? Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Well, I had we had one PlayStation, and we had like shitty girl games for like my sisters. There's like right one where it's like the Rugrats, but you just have to dress up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. so and that's a good point you bring up siblings because my entire like I love video games video game culture even when I'm not buying video games like I follow video games I love the shit and, yeah. and I got that from my brothers who aren't even big gamers but they had video games in the house like I was playing Mortal Kombat when I was in kindergarten and mm-hmm. uh, like so I, I grew up with video games but like I had like brothers and boys are marketed different video games like the, the video games at the time that were marketed to girls were fucking awful well yeah there's that and then we had i think it was just a regular playstation mm-hmm. but we kept it on the ground 
and we had a flood in my house and it destroyed the PlayStation. So my parents were like, yeah, it's the end of that. Yeah. And never, no if you, yeah, ever. and if you don't do it and you miss that window of time, I guess where it's like, could be imprinted on you or whatever. Oh yeah. I have absolutely no urge to play video games. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Even if you tried, the learning curve would make you probably oh, yeah, just get it's, angry and give up. Holy I'd, shit. Going over like friends' houses and stuff, like as a teenager and they'd be playing video games and it was just foreign to me and it didn't yeah. even look fun. There was, was a period of time where I fell out of the habit and it was just like I'd go over my friends and after like a year or two, dude, it's just you can't even casually play nothing with them. Yeah. You just end up being like the fucking training dummy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know me, and if I got into video games, I it would be all I would do. Yeah, it would be all. So yeah. I'm so glad I missed that yeah. bullet. I'm I'm glad I missed, uh, believe it or not, I, I don't know if I've told you guys that before, but like I did, my household, we, we didn't have football or any sort of like sports mm-hmm. to watch on TV. Like my father watched some, some Italian uh, soccer. But other than that, no football, no basketball, no baseball. And like half the reason I'm as strange as I am today is because I've spent so much of my life filling out the time that other like when kids are watching baseball, basketball, like like finding their heroes in those sports. Mm. I had zero of that in my entire 26 years of life. I've never allotted any time to watching any of those sports. So like that was like you said, that wasn't imprinted on me then. Mm. So like I just developed all these weird hobbies and, and ways to spend my time because like the amount of time that goes into following football, basketball, baseball, and I'm not saying that's brutal. There's, yeah, there's nothing wrong mm. with it, but I'm just saying the amount of time that goes into it, especially at that young an age, where like I don't care, like a conversation, anything could happen in football, like the biggest news, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Like it, it doesn't mm. affect me at all. I don't know if you, like what other. So you missed video games. Mm-hmm. I missed sports. What did What did you miss other than uh, love, Stash? Ooh, that was. You didn't even see a comment. Having, nope. having a dad. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Having a mom. Stosh takes a lot of shots at me, guys, uh, off mic. I know I seem like an asshole right there, but like, uh, I probably was an asshole right there. Anyway, go on, Stosh. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's so good. Uh, Tell us more about your loveless childhood. I No, the thing I missed out on is like finding uh, artistic outlets earlier. Like I was always really? good at artistic stuff but i came from like a no-nonsense factory so, family so i talked about this with uh my past guest flan manly he was uh he, he had a uh Af- african father who was like fi- he disapproved of his art but he still made art so like what was your way so you to know that you're artistic like what were you doing what kind of things were you making what like there had to be some creative drive in you that was expressing itself somehow without realizing it it's like drawing stuff uh writing video games I would uh, love to get a hand on some original, game. some screen, uh, video game storylines of Stashes or or some, some... I feel like it was a lot of dick drawings. It had to be dick drawings. Uh, no dick drawings, dude. No, dude. What was the, I've always been uncomfortable about expressing sexuality. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. That's consistent. But so, so, but like you... Yet you still ended up being creative. I'm saying like, are there any early on imprints that were like in your childhood that like kind of expressed themselves in a way now that like maybe maybe benefited you because i know like i i honestly look at the weight like not being raised with sports i i know that benefited me just because like oh if, benefited you yeah well yeah i mean i guess it just just because like frankie definitely benefited from not not catching the video game bug like mm-hmm. i don't need that in my life like i like video games but like i wish i didn't give a shit about them It'd be awesome yeah no i uh i can't think of anything dude no no oh, shit, not a one. Fuck. I've never I can't seen a think of a Bond single movie. thing I've benefited. You've from. never seen a James Bond movie. Missed the boat. Yeah, so, I just never, never saw one. Whoa, nothing like 
purposefully like you don't care to go watch one um, they've had to be on there's fucking a thousand of them yeah but i didn't want to jump in the middle of it if it's on tv and uh, okay uh, yeah i don't know that, that's just one series i completely well, not series well series movies that i just completely missed that's pretty cool. Mm. That's so. Not really. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 it. <laughs> well, no. It's just like I'm. I'm trying to figure out like why. Do, all right. So yeah, that's crazy to me. But then I'm like, why we am a, I? Even, we were a Jason Bourne household. I guess. Oh, okay. Like I'm. Oh, I'm trying to figure out like why am I even into James Bond? Why have I seen those movies? Right. Video games. I played GoldenEye. That was what got me into 007. It wasn't the actual movies. It was. I never actually saw that movie, but I played the shit out of that. Everyone game. Everyone played the shit out of that game, dude. Yeah, I've, I saw bits and pieces of GoldenEye, but like I, the game. Jesus Christ, that was like the original like first person uh split screen shooter that like people really got like yeah like like really got into i wish i had your thing dude i never i used to get forced to watch 007 and it was the fucking worst i was that's like that's such a specific type of they did this guy's a fucking clown dude <laughs> they, he's wearing a tuxedo that's not cool that's True. what dorks wear <laughs> yeah yeah i mean they didn't seem good because i'd seen you know recent action movies and then you i look at like Sean Connery and just looks old as shit and yeah. boring and I just you know wasn't interested enough to go out and watch it and if my dad didn't show it to me then I didn't see it so right Yo, if an action hero didn't have muscles or a tank top what, yeah. like what was even the point of watching yeah, get the fuck no out idea here. and that was old school action heroes none of them a lot of them weren't even jacked yeah it was corny dude it was so when strange. I was a kid I thought everything was corny before Arnold right actions action wise mm-hmm. and it was it was like, yeah, he looks like an you, accountant. How are you going to save the world? Yeah, exactly. How are you going to save the world looking like an accountant? Like, like it's I may, maybe it helped fill out the every every man's fantasy. Like, like well, he could do it. Maybe. I'm oh, sorry. They talk more like that. Well, he could do it. Maybe I can. That was pretty good. They, they all ended their sentences like that back then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I also, that, that dork gets to fuck. Cat meow, yeah. ratchet pussy, or whatever the fuck her name is. Dude. Yeah. It's like that whole Bond girl. Like every Bond girl has to have a dumb pun for a name. That's so hacky, and I don't really know what the tradition behind that was. I'm not down with the revolving door of different James Bonds either. Yeah, that's I don't all like strange. That shit. Keep the same guy. Make him do the same movie 17 yeah. times I, like Rambo. My favorite part about it is like, yeah, James Bond is more of like a code name. It doesn't actually have to be involved with one person. You know, it could be anybody. It's like, yeah, okay, why are, are they all straight white dudes then? Like, what? what's that about? That none of them was a woman? None of them was black? Like, I don't... Like, like Idris Elba was about to get it, and I think the internet exploded because, like, they're still not... They're not there yet. <laughs> Really? I thought there was a lot of support for yeah, that. There was a lot I, I of support for it. But Daniel, whatever. Overwhelming Dan- support for da- that. Yeah, maybe just the circles I run in. Anyway, I... <laughs> <laughs> just discussions you the with your... <laughs> the botch of me, a botch of you. Exactly. They're not into exactly. that? No. Um, no, what What other... I All right, I still haven't actually... Like, from start to finish, I've never seen The Wizard of Oz. Really, and that's one which is weird because if anyone seems like a character out of the Wizard of Oz, I feel like it's probably me. You're not missing anything, dude. Right? It's a fucking puppet movie for babies. <laughs> yep. Then why is it so renowned? I because like people it... saw it when they were babies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's no reason to go watch it that's now, dude. Point. You're not gonna get shit out that's of that. That's a real good point. You're just yeah. gonna be like, oh, how bad everything used to suck. <laughs> yeah. Any any clip I see of that movie is very strange and uncomfortable for me. I remember like a junior high. I did the 
uh, Dark Side of the Moon sync with it. Yeah, I watched that's that the most that I've watched of that was that one. I made it like twenty minutes and I was just like, What the fuck am I doing? You're just like, Oh just, you're like before I'm like, all right, so this is fucking loser. <laughs> oh, that shit blew my you're mind like, in high school. You're though. like you're like before you're watching, you're like, All right, this is supposed to make the Wizard of Oz better and then after you do it, you're like, Oh, Pink Floyd just sucked and so does Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I think I also it's like you're supposed to be high or whatever. And I was, oh, I was right. like in eighth point. grade, not high watching it. Oh yeah, what is that that's a fun one. When uh, when did mar- any types of drugs come into play for you guys? I was late as far as I've I've only I've only ever drank and I've I've uh, I've 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 partaken in some of the the marijuana here and there. But that I was like I think I was like nineteen or twenty years old first time I smoked. I made it all throughout high school without ever trying it. Um yeah, I started probably in high school. I right, where in high school? Are we talking senior year or freshman year? You know. Like junior year. Oh, okay. I, I didn't like it. Really? I, I for years I didn't like it. I'm still not crazy about it. I try it out again like once a month to see like I'm with you on that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I go through phases of it. It's not my thing. I know it's not my thing. I've been uh trying the edibles more because just smoking it makes me cough like insanely. Yeah, that shit's bad. gross. Yeah, but I, I smoke one of those uh bootleg uh vape cartridge THCs Dude, that is giving careful with pneumonia. those man. <laughs> careful with those i have such a low tolerance for weed that i'm not at risk of anything because i barely smoke any of it well no what i'm Mm. saying is some of those things don't have it's not weed like whatever's going on like the the bootleg cartridges like the actual ones they're not like i i know somebody had to go to the hospital for a couple of days yeah i know with what they thought was thc and flavorings or whatever is that just weed or is it for the uh cigarettes oh it's Oh, what, e-cigs? Yeah. Oh, it's about they... to be now that they're going to get outlawed. Fuck. Oh, my God. Kids are going to drop like flies when they're getting those on the black market. I'm not. They're not going to get outlawed. But no, the, they're not. But the flavors and things like that, they're going to have to call different things or whatever. Yeah. But they're going to have to pay some lip service so that yeah. everyone has a thing to blame. And I, I just realized this the other day. I was watching uh, yesterday. I was watching the roast of Alec Baldwin and they they could advertise on TV. Those bastards. Vapors. Like yeah. the vape companies, because it's not technically a cigarette, so it's like the only tobacco product that misses this loophole, and they get to advertise on TV. Like kids, kids yeah, watch they'll probably, this shit. They'll probably take that away. Yeah, yeah they'll, for they'll, sure. They'll stop in like twenty minutes. Yeah, Dude. I cannot. I was watching that commercial. I could not fucking believe that they're basically advertising cigarettes online. But you know, you plug it into a USB, so it's healthy. Well, uh, it doesn't have all the other shit in there, right? It has a bunch of other shit in it. Like no, it's no. like if you're buying legitimate said, things like jewels, you're fine. That's it's still ta- safer that's, than smoking that's cigarettes. But oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, no, those do have some shit in it. Is what I'm saying. Like, the thing is, anyone currently using e-cigs is the test dummy of e-cigs. Oh, yeah, and, the, sure. and their long-term damage. So, like. At first, it's all right. So you're just you know it, it, you're you're removing all these carcinogens because nothing is technically ver- uh, uh, burning. You're vaporizing a liquid, but like n- nicotine going in your lungs, and then whatever those flavorings are, it's like the same flavorings they use for like candy. You're not yeah. supposed to inhale that shit. Is your nicotine lung- bad for you? I know it's addictive, but is it like what does it do? <sighs> I'm not an expert, mm-hmm. so whatever happens next is stupid. But. It is a stimulant, yes, but I know, like, in its purest form, it's still, like, poisonous. Yeah. If you injected the amount of nicotine that's in a cigarette, you would just die. I think that's right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah I'm, not even, uh, I'm not going to fact check it. But, I mean, um, it could, it's because it's a stimulant, there's still you're still at greater risk for heart disease and right. things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like any yeah. stimulant. I mean... It seems like it's... like Because um, I try to read, like, a bunch of other stuff, like, about... Uh, 
like the second hand like bootleg brand shit mm-hmm. like the you know the vapes that you buy yourself that you could change the temperature on and yeah. stuff like that yeah that seems to be a big proponent of it because certain chemicals that are in it if you uh put the temperature on too high uh it releases a chemical and things like that yeah uh i think people who are smoking jewels are going to be pretty much fine i don't think so I really don't think so. Uh, but oh, is that is, so? All the people that were getting all these sicknesses were they were probably the ones using those like, like, boot. We're calling them bootleg, but like the the hobbyist ones, right? Where like you put the liquid directly into it, and no cartridge and shit. Yeah, for the the ones that were from the tobacco nicotine ones. Yeah, that seems to be the case. Oh shit! I'm just gonna keep smoking cigarettes, the regular ones. Yeah, the ones that look cool. Like yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm actually. I I was. I'm starting to be more of a supporter of cigarettes again. That's all this vaping thing really did for me. Was like, like and like. Kids with those things look like fucking fools, man. Like cigarettes still look cool. Back to action heroes. Like someone dra- ripping a cigarette to me, it still looks fucking cool. Dude, vaping will never be cool. Never be cool. Never. Like, like if you mm-hmm. get off of a of a Harley Davidson and pull out. But a I guess vape- to some kids, uh, vaping is cool because that's why they're trying to ban them from marketing all this shit to kids. Well, that's why the- kids smoking tobacco products is up through the roof because yeah. to like under a certain age, vaping is cool to them. Yeah, and well, I mean, the the worst part about it is just the fact that they like flavor it like candy. Like that's definitely the, I think that's one of the more sinister parts about it. Is but as they, an adult who can make my own decisions, that is one of the things that attracts me to it. Right. And helps keep me off cigarettes because right. the cigarettes don't Listen, taste man, like delicious mangoes. I, 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 as a former fat guy, I, I'd be lying to you if I said that I'm not enticed by the idea of inhaling a cake. In fact, <laughs> in fact I still, I still dream of it to this day, but like, I feel like it's more, uh, it's more enticing to the fantasies of a child as far as like, Cigarettes are the best thing you could smoke. No one is disagreeing on that right. point, dude. <laughs> yeah. Cigarettes rule well, so fucking much. Dude. Well, here's a good thing you guys could. Uh, another thing you guys could hate me over. You guys know I'm a cigar smoker, right? No, no. But it makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I could see yeah. it. Not. Uh, I'm a big fan. Big fan of cigars. So like, I can't completely. I don't. I, I can't you completely really smoke knock cigars tobacco. in a tank top. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. One time at a at an open mic. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't I like the idea of anyone smoking a cigar that's not wearing a suit, dude. If you're gonna fucking play the part, play the part. Suit up. I know, I know. It does. It does feel like, like when you do have a suit and smoke a cigar, it feels like you're doing the entire thing. Like it does feel like you're half-assing it when you're in any other outfit. Like yeah, like, dude. If you're wearing regular clothes, just smoke a cigarette. Yeah. They'd better. Are you? Have you had both? Yeah. You had dude. a cigar. Of course, I've, I've had cigars. Don't like I don't think I know anyone who's ever had a baby or gotten married. Yeah, that's a good I've point. I've fucking been in a lot of shitty cigar conversations where, yeah, fine, I'll smoke this thing you gave me. Every cigar I've ever smoked, I wished it was a cigarette. One hundred percent, dude. What's and uh, it's like, oh, I gotta smoke this for forty-five minutes. Now yeah, yeah, that, that is a good, what I want. That is a good point. You have to like want to. It, it's it's a commitment. Every mm-hmm. cigar you start is a commitment. Even if you're going to smoke half the thing, it's like you're going to be doing it for about 20 minutes. Yeah, my palate's been like so destroyed, probably from smoking cigarettes, that like none of that shit tastes like anything to me. Right. Like when people are like, oh, it has a hint of this or whatever. Like, no, I can't. It tastes like smoke. Everything just is beef jerky to you, basically. Yep. That's, uh... yep. That's how we navigate life. Just right. beef jerky. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that, man. Like, I... I I do, I definitely don't have a destroyed palate. Everything tastes delicious, delicious to me all the time. Mm. But um, what about what about you, Stash? Is it, um, are you, are are you smoking now? No, I'm jeweling. Jewel. Oh fuck, man. 
That's that's rough. So so you're on the jewels. That's why I'm so mad about them getting rid of the fruity flavors, dude. And so that's all it's gonna be. They're gonna they're gonna get rid of the flavoring, but you'll still be able to do the act somehow. You'll end up being like tobacco flavored, all of them. Right. They want to get rid of mint because they said that advertises to children, but that's like saying menthol cigarettes. Well, I guess Never menthol mind. cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not go down that route. Who do they target? I could figure out where that bit's going. <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say they probably try. did it. And I don't know. No, I wasn't going to go hacky racist, you oh, jag. Well, no, I, just, I was going to say listen, that man. menthol cigarettes were probably designed to appeal to children because okay. that's back. They were invented back when that was their prime target, dude. When right. they were really going after the kids. No, I, 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 I wasn't going to go hacky racist, but speaking of hacky racist, Shane Gillis did get kicked off SNL today. It's yeah, official. That sucks, dude. It's love. awful. Uh, um, or is it? He made fun of Asians or something. He said some things he shouldn't have about Asians on a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. that, well, all right. So I don't want. He said some pretty bad stuff. Probably doesn't deserve an SNL job. Like it sucks that it got found, but like ultimately he did say it. It was recorded. It got put out there. But he said bad things. I just like his comedy a lot. And, yeah. Uh, I'm sad that I didn't get to see what he does on that show. Yeah. Because his sucks. sketches that he's done, released on his own, have been hysterical. Well, well, like he said today, no, you can't take this away from him. He was funny enough to get on SNL. That's yeah. that is a legendary kind of comedian because like, especially as a comedian, because like the comedian role you're being put on because you're funny you probably don't have great acting chops like that's your strength is your comedy but i'm not even going to try to defend the guy whatever he said a bad thing he's got he's got to live with it you know he'll probably still get work i'm sure he's got a got an audience but like the fact that people put so much ep- to dig through podcasts to tr- want to you know they want to destroy his career so they had to dig through podcasts that takes a fucking lot of effort i just feel like you could probably do more with your time i don't know about you like like the whole like cancel culture and trying like diving like as a as a hate mob diving through someone's career to figure out any dumb thing they've done it's like i feel like if you put that effort into something else it might be more productive but like thank god shane's off snl i guess i don't know what do you guys think about that that's just what it is now so i just i would rather put my energy into trying to dedicate it than fucking being another guy complaining about it on a podcast (laughs) yeah son of a bitch honestly just ignore it it's not a real issue i mean it is in in this case it sucks for him but yeah just like the burr special was just an old man bitching i'm gonna be dead honest i thought the burr special was uh like a good version of what the Chappelle special was trying to be it was I fell asleep in the middle of burst, which the amount of shouting that guy is doing, I, th- I don't think should happen. Granted, I was very tired when I watched it. That could have been half of it. But like all of his takes were kind of just like <sighs> the first I thought the first like 30 minutes were borderline unwatchable. Yeah. And then it picked up. It got good it was... when he started talking about himself. But like his commentary was just, you know. Any dad shouting out the window in a Boston accent is going to sound like whatever that was. See, the Boston accent is probably what makes it appeal to me like i'm not uh cranky cranky old man comedy is like it's really fallen on my list of comedies i enjoy watching yeah. mm-hmm. but i love the way bill burr does it dude you know what it is to be a cranky old man comedy which has become a genre absolutely a genre like of podcasts of, well it's always stand up right right and i maybe doubled down just given the climate but uh it's kind of like when i when i hear this like old dude complaining about young whippersnappers like it's the same thing. Like it's not that it's unfunny to me. It's that it's just, it's just like classic rock and roll. It's not that it's bad music to me. I just don't need to fucking hear it anymore. Like I know Led Zeppelin's discography in my head. Nothing's gonna mm. change that. Like hearing "Stairway to Heaven." Stairway to Heaven is a good song. 
But like, I don't need to hear it right now. Like, I've heard it a thousand times in my lifetime. You could turn on 991, it'll be playing right now. So the same with this, like, this take of an old dude getting really uncomfortable with millennials and uh, uh, how they identify or whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay, I've heard this a lot of times. It's nothing. Yeah, I mean, the whole subject matter has been beat to hell. I mean, exactly. Even these takes right here, I mean, have been done. It's just, Is it's annoying to watch someone like be basically like borderline ungrateful like you're you've been given like the the best like lot in life you could you could have as a human being where you're Good getting point. paid you know billions and trillions of dollars or whatever to, to fucking tell jokes on stage make people laugh and that's for, amazing for sure an exaggeration but go on well yeah um <laughs> definitely but, yeah, definitely then, did not make trillion dollars for that special right um but then to like focus on this very thin minority of people that are like critiquing you I mean, that's it seems silly and stupid. And, right. And you're, yeah, just an old man bitching on a porch, basically. Right. That's a good point. I don't, I don't want to do a what else is going on trans- transition, but I really don't know uh, how to move on next. But, uh, nice. What? <laughs> why, why Lost the, faith in yourself, real why the, quick. Dude. Why the fuck Fell else would I? Table. Why the fuck else would I pay for a producer? I don't. I don't have to have him edit this out. This is still real. Yeah. But uh, this is how the sausage is made. This is how the sausage is made. You guys ever make sausage? That's like it's funny. I act. That's a thing I've been doing my entire life. It's not foreign to me, even so a you, little bit. You make sausage, dude. That's so that, fucking stupid. You don't understand how giddy we are, man. Like dead up. You never heard of Jimmy Dean, motherfucker? No, dude, I'm telling you, dude. Dead up. He's so for, good. Stop. He knows. For he as, does great work. For as long as I could remember, I have been making my me, my brothers, my father. We have been making our own sausage. Here's, do you, do you understand know? the hubris <laughs> it takes to think that you can outdo Jimmy Dean in a sausage contest? <laughs> It's not the idea that you could outdo Jimmy Dean. It's that you have to make everything difficult all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, that must take forever. Stuffing you don't, like a condom okay, okay. So, thing full of wet meat. So conceptually, <laughs> you're not wrong. Conceptually, a lot of people don't even understand that this is what sausage is. You're taking an animal and stuffing it back into its own intestines. People know what that is. Yeah, okay. they know. Okay, I just you know what ruins life. food, dude? That. Love. Dude, I'm on a sterile emotion-free food, dude. And if you can freeze it before you give it to me, that's what I want. True. True. Well, we do freeze all the food that we make. Like, we we, we, we keep it in the freezer, uh, free, like, air-sealed air in those, like, Ziploc bags. But, like, I can't tell you how many hours of my life I've spent stuffing sausages, chopping up meat, all that stuff. Like, it's... It, and and I go to think of, it like, it's just normal to me. That's, like, a family thing that we do. We get together and make sausage. And I'm like... This isn't a normal like this isn't something that this isn't something that people do. Like why did I know how to make sausage at like ten years old? And I'll I'll probably never continue the tradition either. Like I, I I've grown to realize like you have to really appreciate the work you're putting into it. I'm, maybe one of my brothers will do it, but yeah, it's like have you guys ever had to like did you grow up with any like way too much effort <laughs> traditions? Of of any sort? Like I that's kinda what all that's what being Italian is. It's just like you still think that you're surviving in the old country. That's that's the entire experience of it. Like if, like, jarring things like growing dro- gro- growing a jungle full of vegetables and then putting them in a pickling solution and then the jars and then you store them in the closet. Like that's a normal thing. My family's been doing that my entire life. Thankfully, I was. It's uh... unbelievably exhausting. But like you know, you give them away as gifts to people who want like. Crunchy, sour celery and 
hot peppers. God, saying wow. it out loud, it sounds so much crazier. But <laughs> like, like, it's just a normal, the normal Sanzo family thing, you know. Thankfully, I grew up incredibly sheltered and wasn't allowed to do anything. So none. No, while you were doing that, I was fucking rocking out on some video games because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to cook or do laundry. All right, or... so, so Frankie, did you get the sports bug then? No, like really. how did you feel? Like him and I clearly we know how we filled out our times as kids. A lot of video games, a lot of like. TV I got shows. into I got into uh, football pretty late actually. Uh, like last week. Yeah, last week. Um, my dad is like a diehard Red Sox fan, so he would watch every single game. Which is psychotic if you ever watched like... Oh my god, isn't there like 200-something games in a season? Yeah, and they're like three hours long or whatever. Shoot me in the face! Yep. That is... I couldn't... Because I'll like... I never purposely watch baseball. It's something that... uh, Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if it's on at a bar or on at one of my friend's house, it's there and I'll do whatever I can to ignore it, but... Right. So he watched every Red Sox game. Yeah, every single Red Sox game he watched. So um, I never really caught the sports bug because that shit sucks when you're like, yeah, dude. It was work. It was work for you. Yeah, it wasn't. That's not three hours of watching people stand in grass when all you want to do is fucking watch cartoons. Standing. I forgot who said it, but it's like if you. It's some comics bit or whatever. Like if your if your um uniform has a belt, it's not a real sport. That's a pretty solid. Eh? Yeah. Fuck, but then football. There are football belts. There's yeah, no reason yes. I have to poke holes in that joke. No. I don't. I don't even know enough about <laughs> sports or comedy to 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 cross that line. Yeah. So I never really got into baseball. Did um, he ever take you to a game? Yeah, he did. We we actually just went to one. That's why we had to reschedule. I took him to one last week. Oh, um, nice. sweet of you. Red Sox game. Yep. Nice. You go down a uh, Yawkey Way and order some fucking food, dude? I got myself a sausage, dude. Dude, good. Oh, that actually reminds me of one of my favorite drunk memories of all time. Barely a memory. It's like a mm. murmur of a memory. I was in, uh, me and my friends, we, we all uh, we all ended up in Boston for a night. Mm. And we go to some, some bar, I don't know, just drinking all night. It's great. And I go up to this boston uh boston food truck he's hanging out uh, what do they call sausages hot dog stand i don't know what it is but like yeah just food truck man. food truck cool but like those are the two things he sells <laughs> either like frankfurters or hot dogs i and uh and i don't know he, he's like what do you want bro and i'm like oh man i'm, I'm drunk just, he goes oh don't worry dude i got you i know what you need and he just can it's weird he, that a man from brooklyn was in set up that's set up my shop fuck you that's my best boston all right i apologize <laughs> that was boston Frankie. dude yeah, sorry <laughs> holy shit <laughs> i don't spend that much time in boston guys anyway long story short you literally made, just right, did your same go. impression fuck. that you did of the jersey shore people yeah, earlier okay <laughs> for boston you got me i have one impression stash okay Jesus. i thought it would work so, you didn't even pull out the hacky so i was uh, i was in boston this guy's like hey forget about <laughs> it i'm walking here yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. Son of a bitch. Why did I? I didn't realize that, that was how bad my Boston accent was. It sure until... is nice today in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Well, I guess this the point of the story. There was no point of the story. The, what we found out is I'm very bad at Bo- the Boston accent. Mm-hmm. But um, you know that's yeah. I but mean. it was there it was, was a, good there was a trajectory. That. Like what happened? You oh, got... oh, anyway, yeah. So so so. Uh, well, that was the whole thing. Like, I didn't know what to order, so I, I 
I just told him I'm drunk and I wanted food. And he proceeded to just make it was like it was like a foot long. Uh, uh, what's the what's? It's not the sausage. What's the gray one? It's like uh, it's bratwurst. Like, bratwurst. That's it. <laughs> yeah, gray hot dog. Yeah, bratwurst. I'm like one a, of those gray dogs. Like like, <laughs> well, that's got to be the least appetizing thing that you could possibly say. Yeah, no, it was. It was just like. It was delicious, and I'm just glad I didn't have. I realized in that moment that I am terrified of ordering stuff. I have like real anxiety about putting orders in with things, mm-hmm. and the fact that he took like, I didn't have to make up my mind or make a decision in that moment. He just yeah. he set it up for me. Do you guys get weird stuff like that? Like, oh I, yeah, I could talk on stage, I could perform in costume, all that dumb shit. I have a legit like a t- I am terrified of like ordering takeout it's probably here's the thing it's probably a deeper psychological thing oh boy that you (laughs) just don't know what you want ah shit well i mean that's probably true yeah no i don't do well like if i my ideal everything is good enough for you it's it's a good point all right fucking dr stosh jesus christ nice pull um i uh it's like and, and and it makes me realize that like maybe i uh like f- f- a perfect restaurant for me, dead up. Perfect restaurant would have one thing on the menu. That's it. I I would probably frequent that restaurant all the time. Yeah, dude. It sounds just a great. roast a rotating one thing. Yeah, like I. That's why like I love uh, getting pho. You guys get pho at all? That soup, Vietnamese soup. Yeah, I've I fucking hate soup, dude. Oh, I'm you. a big soup guy. B- really big fan of soup, and that's my favorite soup. And it's to the point where if I go to somewhere that serves it, that's what I order. Mm-hmm. Does if it doesn't matter what it is, if it's on the menu, I order it, and it brings me so much peace to know that if that's there, that's what I'm getting, because it takes all the decision out of there. So yeah. Any, anyway, guys, that's that's where I'm at. I'm terrible at making decisions. I might get into fuff. They start putting it in a bread bowl, dude. If we really American uh, style it out, dude. no, yeah. then it's just, uh, a bread. No, it's already got plenty of car. It's got the rice noodles. You got yeah, all the carbs not, you need. It's not good, dude. Mm-hmm. I need some bread. That sounds pretty gross. I don't think I've ever actually had a bread bowl. I might have. <clears throat> bread bowls are the shit, dude. They get coated in slime from whatever you eat, and mm-hmm. then you get to eat the slime bread. <laughs> Why do you make everything so unappetizing? <laughs> <laughs> slime bread? Yeah, dude. You haven't lived until you've had a big <laughs> loaf of slime bread. <laughs> so good. So, like, oh, God. So, that's like, like yeah, cl- uh, like chowder. Oh, man. That's got a... Dude, I just had uh, at the Big E cheeseburger chowder and a bread bowl. Oh, damn, dude. You went there the first week. That yeah, dude, opening day. Everything you oh, just said wow. was so fat. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I had a real fat going, day, bro. Dude, dude, going to Big E opening week? Do you have a membership to the Big E? <laughs> do they I know do you not, there? dude. Did I you go, get one of those big, stupid turkey legs? I go once every few years, but uh, I was really feeling it this year. Yeah? I was like, yo, it's time for me to set some records. I'm sorry, did you say cheeseburger <laughs> soup? Yeah, cheeseburger chowder in a bread bowl. Oh, my God. That actually does sound pretty gross. I mean, good, but, like, good gross. Eat anything delicious, Frankie, lately? I know Not we're really. ending soon, I promise. Um, I do hate repeating my order. Like, if I order something for pickup. Oh, God. And I realize that, like, they didn't even take my name. Right. So I'm going to have to just repeat this in front of, like, whoever might be there. I don't know why, but that always makes me uncomfortable. I could see why it would, but I know that, like, just I feel so put on the spot when I have to order something. Mm-hmm. And, they're, oh, oh my, if there's people behind me. Dude, yeah. game over. Like I'm like, I'll let people. I might let people cut in front of me. Yeah, that could be exaggerating, but still. <laughs> anyway, you know where you never have that problem, dude. The old Golden Corral. You just show up. You tell them how many people are there. 
in my case, usually one. Right. Uh, and <laughs> then you just get busy, dude. They hand you a ticket and you don't have to make any choices because you're taking some of everything. I used to do, yeah. It's a buffet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I used to do biblical nice. shit at buffets. It was. I love a good buffet, man. People talk shit about that food because it's just no, it's sitting incredible. out there. It's incredible. It's all Who so cares? Good. It's all. It's all the most. It yeah you're right it doesn't matter like what the quality is it's not you're not in there for quality it literally no, you spent an amount of money to have an infinite amount of food that's not an exaggeration you're trying to set high scores yeah not that's all it is like <laughs> talk about flavor profiles you don't eat like it does it's not servings you measure food by the plate that's what like you leave bragging about how many plates you had yeah dude and then and then when someone's like I had fifteen plates and you're like dude I saw your plates those are baby plates exactly you exactly <laughs> exactly when you're a fat guy and like you have five plates but you have five you plates do. I have done some plate shaming in my day dude, yeah my buddies. <laughs> yeah dude that's a real thing like Fuck. they'll be like dude I had ten plates you're like you had one of your plates was just green beans those like a regulation plate like, yeah like a handful of green beans the only way that you could call something a plate at a buffet as an official unit of measure is if the edges of the entire circle are completely covered with Yeah, food. if you carry it back without getting a bunch of it on your thumb <laughs> yes, carrying exactly. a plate, dude, you're a exactly. loser. I'll tell you this right now. If you didn't have to put the bread in your pocket, it's not a plate, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, yeah. that's rookie shit. What's your go-to over at the buffets, man? I, haven't, I was actually just thinking right now, I haven't been to a buffet in years. What are those, like... Those fried sugar donut things Chinese, that only Chinese donuts. Oh, yeah. They yeah. only yeah. exist in buffets. Sugar biscuits, dude. Yeah. You can get that uh, any Chinese spot. Really, sugar biscuits. Mm. God damn, that would just totally be my jazz name. <laughs> <laughs> They're better than American donuts, dude. They're not as sweet. They're just everything. They're perfect. Okay, see what you just said right there. That is the entire Italian experience. Is comparing the things that you guys make and just put like saying that it's better than the American thing. Yeah, that's what we do all the time, constantly. Mm. But anyway. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up. It was fun having you guys back, but uh, and I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I could have you guys back a little bit more here and there. Anytime, uh, anytime you're in the neighborhood. I mean, it's a, it's kind of kind of a far drive for Frankie, but Stash, you're around. But uh, let people know where they can find you, y'all. Stashmakita.com. Do you have a website now, Frankie? While you're pulling up I've your had socials, a website, dude, it looks just like social. Chatterbait. Really, it's got me posed seductively on my bed. Actually, send me a link to that. Yeah, I paid a graphic designer to make my name look like the Chatterbait logo. That, oh, that is shit fucking rules. I saw that. That rips. <laughs> that was so Oh, man, weird. I need to see that. Um, so, stashmakita.com, and that's where people can find everything you're working on. Yeah, my on. dates. Your dates, your all your socials. You got any shows going? This, I mean, this will probably be up in like a week or two. Maybe two weeks. We'll see. Uh, they're all on there. I Good. I not see anything. Frankie, what yeah. are you, Frankie Hill 4? Yeah, yeah. That's am trying to find it. Yeah. Frankie Hill 4 on Twitter. And... Uh, I'll be tweeting out my dates. I got something at the Rhode Island Comedy Connection, I believe. And then, uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it should be good. I've never done there yet. So, uh, Frankie uh, has one of the better Twitter accounts that I follow, guys. So if you haven't already followed him, I like highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's one of those ones where like it'll either go under the radar forever or it will be a famous account one day. It'll, one, it will one or the live other. and die under the radar, but thank you. You know, you never know, Frankie. Have some have some faith in yourself. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's everything we needed to say today, which was nothing, but we ended up <laughs> saying uh, an hour and a half of or an hour of whatever. Uh, thanks for coming by again, guys. And as always, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Yeah.